Lucky you. 36 pistols and golf. Alternate Shots Podcast. Arnie's Army. Where we talk about golf. Sandy. Poker. James Bond. Horse racing. Double. Classic movies. Zenyatta. We have no script. Down the stretch they come. We are glad you joined us. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. (laughs) St. Billy. Billy, it's been uh, not even that long. We were just uh, talking to our friend Mike Durkin. Now across the hall, who are we talking to today? Jesus Lopez, the one and only Jesus Lopez, who probably knows more about every member in the locker room than uh, than all of us, and <laughs> will not say a word about any of them if we if we're smart. <clears throat> but Jesus takes care of everybody. He's a service guy, like many of the guys at Wingfoot. He's been there for decades, and you know you never know what you do without him. So welcome aboard, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Reagan. Uh, I've been enjoying your podcast very much. Uh, Very nice. Thank you for having me. So, Asus, you've been at Wingfoot for how many years? Uh, This is going to be my 35 years. So 35 years. So you you know, we talked to Mike Dirk and he goes back to, you know, Tommy and uh, Johnny Busek and then Mike Gilmore. But in your way, you span going back to those really stiff leather foot joys with the spikes to the sketchers, <laughs> right? You've seen right. everything in between. Where did oh, you yes, start? Yes. What, what was your first job at Wingfoot? So when I came to Wingfoot, I, uh, I started working um, in the kitchen uh, as a porter. I don't know how they, they came up with this name, but I, I was actually, you know, like basically cleaning up after the chef and the cooks, you know, that made their their mess uh, during dinners <laughs> yeah. and i would come to uh to work like around f- four o'clock and just stay there until like around 3 a.m cleaning up the whole kitchen that was yeah, my my first out. job there and i started winning for 1988. boy did you have yes. friends here did you have friends here that uh, yeah i had uh my my brother uh uh was here already and um you know a lot of people that i that i knew from back home so you know it was uh it was fun then I, I started working at orienta beach club for a year and then i went over to for like a month to um pelham country club and yeah. from pelham i went to uh Winford. and actually that that job at Winford was not for me it was for another friend who you know somebody from Winford called called him and, and he says no nah, i don't want to go over uh you know so i i was like you know what? I'll just go over. Right? Yeah. So, how many yeah. different jobs have you had there? You've been in the kitchen. I hopefully, got out of there quick. So, I I was uh, I was in the kitchen uh, as a porter, and then I I I also work as a pot washer. They had like three different positions there. It was the porter who cleaned the kitchen up, you know, uh, all night, and then mm-hmm. uh, or uh, washing dishes or pots, and then from there, uh, Rita Leduc. Uh, wanted me to work as a busboy, and I was kind of like, you know, I kind of like didn't want to, but um, she's like, okay, come over, don't don't be afraid, you know, it's easy, I'll uh, I'll, I'll teach. The only thing you need to know is how to make right toast. <laughs> you don't even need to know that anymore. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I started, you know, little by little with her. She was very nice to me, and um, that's when I started there. Rita Leduc, what a memory. She was a little woman, but big of stature, right? Oh, yeah, she was, uh, she was, 
she was on top of like of, of everything. Like you would come over to uh, to Winfield to work, and she would kind of like check you out all over, and say to you, "Oh dear, um, your your belt doesn't match. Uh, you know, it has to be black, or you know, things like that. Your shoes aren't shine." I think she was trained in the British service. Yes, Union. she was. She was a little British. Billy, yes. you can imagine it. She was smaller <laughs> than Terry. Yeah, she used to. Yeah. She used to muscle those big tables around like they were, uh, you know, baseball cards. She just moved those things around. She threw her body at it. And even till she was well into her late ages at Wingfoot, she spent her career there, right? Yeah, so yes. we have Rita to thank for your expertise at um, shining shoes, right? Because you had True. to take care of your own in the first place. <laughs> True. She was very nice to me. But, you know, she was just on top of everybody. Like, she just wanted everybody to be neat, clean uh presentable you know for for the service and I, she was just on top of everybody so so people don't misunderstand your your job in the locker room covers a whole lot more than taking care of people's shoes and yes. i know there's all kinds of you know care you have to take for the members or their guests and stuff like that you need to remember names you need to have a good memory you need to have the right temperament right it must be, it must be a kind of a juggling act at all times do you get a lot of enjoyment out of it yeah, so, you know, the time just uh, passed by. It's just a lot going on uh, besides, you know, what we do, like, you know, cleaning uh, shoes and, you know, greeting members and, uh, you know, like every day. Uh, then on top of that, I get to order uh, all the supplies for the locker room. You know, one of the things I note about the people that work at Wingfoot, especially you guys in the locker room, is you remember someone, even if you just met them once. So if I brought a guest up, a year later, I would bring them and you would remember my friend, Bill Regan, if he was my guest. How do you do that? I mean, how do you have that memory and capability? It's difficult. Sometimes, you know, I sometimes I, I do remember, sometimes I don't. But uh, it depends on how, you know, people are, if they come over and they kind of like, you know, establish a, uh, a conversation with you, you get to numb. And um, that's how, you know, you uh, you kind of like, oh, they, they kind of like... You know, this is my name, and and so you remember. And when they come back, you go like, oh, let's say, uh, Kevin. Hey, Kevin, how was your day up there? And and you know things like that. And they like it. Transition it's, it's from the from uh, Sal before you was that difficult originally? Forever. Oh, Sal was there for uh, you know uh, many years. I think he was. Um, I think he came into the locker probably nineteen uh, eighty. I'm yeah. gonna say 1970 something, and so he was the man. He was uh, uh, I got along with him uh, really well. He was very funny all all the time, kind of like teasing members and stuff. A lot of yeah, laughing. Yeah, I remember. Um, he was he was the best. Um, and so, I remember uh, one yeah. of the stories about Sal was when somebody was somebody's wife was calling, and Sal would say he's not here, and then the wife finally said, "Sal, when are you gonna stop?" lying to me and sal said when are you going to stop asking me <laughs> <laughs> so it was really funny yeah he would uh you know you know mr shields yep so mr shields and mr harnett used to play like once or twice a week every week and they would come over to to the uh, to the locker and you know go into the shower you know together very slow and then at the end they would say to sal Okay, so so I'll see you. I'll see you. And he kind of like didn't 
uh, remember when he was going to come again. So Sal was like, all right, I'll see you when I see you. Yeah. <laughs> Don't trouble yourself. <laughs> but uh, he was uh, he was really nice to, you know, in, in some kind of a way to make people laugh and to make uh, people feel, you know, great in the locker room. And it was the best. Just so how, how do you gear up for the member member, for instance, when you know you're going to get three days of people coming in and out of there 24 seven? Oh, for the member, that's the busiest, uh, you know, uh, tournament uh, for us. Uh, you know, we put a lot of hours and um, and um, we have to uh, like make sure uh, everybody's, you know, like we have like. Uh, uh, supplies and we have uh, uh, plenty of stuff for that tournament it's just a lot of going on so we kind of like you know in, especially in, if it rains exactly uh, <laughs> if it rains it's just uh, you know extra work so, but it's it's all good it's just uh, a lot of fun those are just great tournaments now for the for the for the bigger tournaments like the US Open what's that like well, uh, in 2006, uh, I was in the uh, dining room. So that was, uh, uh, that was a really, you know, kind of like crazy for us. Very busy. I mean, so many people came into, into the, um, to, to the clubhouse towards the uh, terrace. Uh -huh. And at the end, the busiest day, I, I had a station, you know, a few tables on the terrace. And I was like really tired. So many people coming in, especially like four o'clock for cocktails. Um, and they would just keep coming. It was really busy. I mean, uh, you know, so many people uh, came to eat and drink and you would- Did you meet any people. Uh, famous people, any of the golf pros? Did you meet Phil Mickelson? In, in, in 2006, I, um, I actually served uh, um, uh, Tiger Woods. You didn't, spill, you didn't spill anything on him. I <laughs> know. That time I did. <laughs> <laughs> that time you didn't. <laughs> Just to clarify something, that story you told about Sal uh -huh. and Mr. Shields and Mr. Hartnett, you said they went into the shower together. I just yeah, want it was, to clarify it was, uh, that they, they didn't go at in the, the same time. They, they went in separate they, showers. They just went into the room together, right? Exactly. Yeah. The biggest tip I ever had? Yeah. From um, well, the Anyone. biggest people is uh, Mr. Mickelson. Oh, in 2020, 2020, he oh. never used the locker room. He um, he actually came uh, the last day, uh, you know, for him, and he came. He was really nice. He came and uh, say hello to us, and and went into the uh, because you know the lockers were assigned to the uh, pros and. He kind of like wanted to know where the locker was. So, you know, I directed him and he went into the locker to grab all his belongings. You know, the things that yeah, uh, they get from yeah, uh, the, the open, I guess, companies. The, hand, the handouts, yeah. Yeah. And so um, that's when he uh, he gave us the, the tip. And then um, uh, we kind of like help him out, uh, back, back up, uh, you know, all their belongings, his belongings. And um, that's the only thing, I mean, the only time, you know, um, we saw him. That's nice. So when yeah. you come in in the morning, sometimes you come in the morning very early. Now you're in the upper locker room, but lo both locker rooms have a lounge area. Did you ever have to wake anybody up? <laughs> oh, yes. Night? <laughs> or not wake anybody up. <laughs> sometimes, you know, if there is a uh, like a big event, like the Neves or uh, 
you know, the two-day or one of those big tournaments, uh, yeah, sometimes you have to wake them up. Even, you know, even on a, on a, on a regular day, sometimes you just prefer to, to stay. And it's good because, you know, that way they don't have to drive. Yep. <laughs> sometimes they shouldn't drive. So. Yes, it's true, true. Especially if they're having a good time. Did you ever meet any celebrities like in the old days, Babe Ruth or Mickey Mantle, the baseball players? Would oh, yes. You know, that's one of the uh, really nice, nice things to, you know, to uh, be working at Winfield is that you kind of like get to know a lot of, uh, you know, celebrities and, um, um, you know, important people. Um, there when people. Justin Timberlake came to play golf? Justin Timberlake and then another another man that I forgot his name last year. He came with uh, I think uh, Dennis McAuliffe brought him. Oh, Vinnie Jones. Um, yeah. Dennis, very, the, the stars follow Dennis around. Yeah, Dennis was a star <laughs> in that group. You don't have to tell us about who he brought. <laughs> so, Jesus, this is a familiar background to you. I'm sure that you come out of that uh, upper locker room down the little stairs, say hello to Jose out the door and to the right. And what do you get to look at? You you get to look at the most beautiful 280 acres in America, right? Oh, my yeah. God, yeah. Every time I'm uh, at Winfoot, uh, uh, everywhere you look, it's just so great. It's a beautiful place all over. It's like Very the Emerald nice. City for Dorothy yeah. walking out of her house, and that's what she sees. Yes. It reminds me, do you play golf? What's your best round of golf at Wingfoot? <laughs> Have you broken no, I I play golf probably maybe twice a year. <laughs> I'm just terrible. I mean, I can, I can hit one good shot, and the next one is like, you know, maybe two yards. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like everybody. <laughs> Were you ever were you ever upstairs and some one of your upstairs locker uh, members came in and said they had a hole in one? Did anybody ever come in and said they had a hole in one? Oh yes, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of um, you know members uh, the come in and when they have a hole in one, they kind of like poof. It's, uh, it's it's the best uh, feeling you know for everybody. I guess a lot of until they get the bill. The best one it was the best one was uh, uh, Mr. Mitchell, you know, uh, Jim um, Mitchell. Mar Mark Mitchell. Oh, Mark. Mark Mitchell, who had a hole in one on three East. I think it was uh, I think it was last year or the year before, and so he hit the, the the shot and and the ball goes to the rock on the on the on the on the on the right side, and from there it goes right into the hole. Wow! And so, G and so Jimmy, his brother, was like. Um, well, my 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 mother was saying that um, it was not uh, him. It was uh, it was uh, you know uh, Mr. Mitchell Senior who helped him out. He you know he's uh, he passed, so he says, "Just um, hit that ball, and I'll I'll take I'll care take of care the rest. Of I'll take <laughs> care of the rest." Balboa Offshore Eagle. That's a lot of money. Yeah, great story. Now we're going to talk to Jimmy Mitchell because he had a hole in one on a different hole, but we'll have to bring that one up. You want to share a story with us, and we'll wrap up with that story. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, during the Open, the 2020, um, you know, everybody's in in face covering and uh, and um, you know the pandemic stuff, and and so the Wednesday of the you know the uh, uh, Open week. Um, you know, all the pros were like checking in, you know, uh, and coming to the to the locker room. So we were kind of like directing them to their lockers that were assigned to them. 
And so, you know, they they came into the locker like one by one or two by two, you know, with staff. We were helping them out with, you know, if they had like one or two bags because nobody else was allowed into the locker but the pros. So, um, so uh, you know, it was like midday and this gentleman come, comes into the, <laughs> into the locker and I'm like right in the middle where the desk is and I'm looking at him. He has a hat and, and, and face covering. And I'm, I'm like, oh, hi, sir. Um, welcome to Winfoot. What is your last name? He looked at me and he's like, Woods. I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, here, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't recognize you. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm just going to show you your locker. So I show him the locker and he, um, he just kind of like opened up the locker and looked, you know, what was inside, closed the locker. And I just saw him one more time. And uh, that was it. We never saw him again. <laughs> It was, it was like, almost oh like he God. came in disguise. <laughs> I'm sorry? He came in in a disguise. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but he kind of like looked at me like he uh, was surprised that I didn't recognize him. Um, <laughs> and I, I seriously, I didn't. I, you know, it was kind of like uh, far away for me. And uh, I'm just looking at him. All, all I saw was his face cover in a, in a hat. And I, sure. okay, how are you? <laughs> Uh, uh, embarrassing story about uh, Winfoot, uh, uh, the 2020. Well, you could have always said to him, don't you know I'm Jesus Lopez? Yes, don't you recognize <laughs> me? I'm in my fourth decade here at Wingfoot. I'm famous. <laughs> I know they treat everybody so well at Wingfoot. What's the common denominator there? Is it the members treat you so well, the staff works together well in the management? Is it all work for you guys? Is that why there's such longevity for employees at Wingfoot? We, as uh, as a fellow employees, we kind of like get along well, everybody kind of like, you know, uh, very well. But also the membership. Membership is just the best. I mean, everybody, we have so many nice people at Wingfoot that um, it's unbelievable. I mean, every day you come over, you see, you know, um, uh, everybody coming like you know, uh, uh, very happy. They tissue. They come over and uh, that's you know what makes you feel really you know well there. A lot of good people at Winfoot. Well, you guys treat us great. We have nothing to complain about over there. So uh, thank you, thank you. Our pleasure. You should. We, find, we do find things to complain about because people do that, but. <laughs> really if they come in and they've walked out in this beautiful emerald city that we're looking at and they're not happy you should get them a cab and send them home come back <laughs> when you're happy because this is yeah. a happy place you shouldn't yeah shouldn't. saxon woods is right down the street there is no reason to be uh you know unhappy there right it's just so a special place hey this has been outstanding jesus we really appreciate your time, your service, and how you treat all of us, because it's a, an invisible line between everybody at Wingfoot that looks out at these 280 acres and so happy to be able to walk them and see them and play golf there. And then get taken care of by people like you afterwards and beforehand. It's, you know, it's a privilege and a treat. Thank you. Thank you uh, so much. Uh, uh, we are very, very lucky to be there to so many good people. And um, uh, we just try to do the best. The best one, it was the best one was uh, uh, Mr. Mitchell, Mark Mitchell, oh, Mark. who had a hole in one on three east. So he hit the, the, the shot and and the ball goes to the rock on the on the on the on the on the right side. 
and from there goes right into the hole. Wow. And so, G- and so Jimmy, his brother, was like, it was not uh, him. It was, uh, it was, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Mitchell Sr. who helped him out. He, you know, he's, uh, he passed. So he says, just um, hit that ball and I'll, I'll take I'll care take of care it. Of- Just to clarify something, that story you told about Sal, uh-huh. and Shields, and Mr. Hartnett, you said they went into the shower together. I just yeah, it was, it was uh, that. They, they didn't go at in the, the same time. They, they went in separate they, showers. They just went into the room together, right? Exactly. Yeah. Thanks for joining Billy us Casper, today. Billy Horner. We really appreciate your Double feedback. Indemnity. And please Marky. subscribe to Two the show Ryder. and hit Claude the bell Harmon. icon so you get notified. Movie classics. Of new episodes. Mark Gable. Hit them hard. Job. And hit them off. That's 36 holes.